Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey! Yay. Thank you very much, Producer Mystery. Thank you. Thank you. Hey! <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to get this started with a little, just, a, just an easy story. Are you guys, uh, are you guys in, any, in any fantasy leagues? Yes. Oh, no. yeah? Football, yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, does your league have any crazy punishments or rewards for the winner or loser? Not this one. Um, they do something where, like, you know, the winner obviously wins money, and whoever wins the most points throughout the league gets a bonus $100, but I don't think there's a punishment for this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys... Uh, I was going to say, uh, I like what one of my old coworkers used to say about fantasy leagues. It's basically like... Well, it's basically like Yu-Gi-Oh! for, for jocks. <laughs> <laughs> Like the so, Yu-Gi-Oh trading card exactly. game for the listeners who are not funny, familiar. That would be the only way to get me into it, but I've never I've never done a, a fantasy lineup before. Speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh, I'll never forget what you said that one time. You, you were talking about how uh, in high school we used to play Yu-Gi-Oh and like the Pokemon kids would make fun of us. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Was... No, we were definitely not playing even the coolest <laughs> card game out there. There's the magic ones who were like, they got grandfathered in, so they were like super cool. Like, oh, we're playing something new. Uh. Then Pokemon was like the trendiest anime, so that was... Also, like, kind of popular. So this was like an <laughs> offshoot. Like, you watch Yu-Gi-Oh! And you play that. Like, ah! Uh, ah! Uh. So this cool kid version of Yu-Gi-Oh! Fantasy Football. Uh, this story comes from Brandon, Mississippi. And after coming in last in this guy's fantasy football league, he had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. I like that as, like, a... It's like a bad thing you don't want to happen to you, but it's not, like, gonna hurt you. Hopefully. I mean, Waffle Houses are known to get rowdy, I guess. <laughs> That's so true. Have you seen Reddit lately? Oh, oh, I mean, God. every public freakout is usually a third <laughs> of them is in a Waffle House. I know. Uh, so to do this, he hid in the vents, all John McClane style. Shut up. Yeah, he taunted them with dead employees and stuff, and ho, ho, ho. And Skinny Pete was there. And Skinny Pete was there. That's an old callback. <laughs> callback to an old show. <laughs> right. Uh, no, so his name is uh, Lee Sanderlin, and he's 25, and... So his sentence was 24 hours in a Waffle House. His sentence, okay. But. Here's a question. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Is the Waffle House open 24 hours? I think so. I would assume. Oh, so he didn't yes. have to break any laws or anything. No, no, no. Okay. no. Just make it that sure. would be hilarious. when you said he was hiding in the vents, I was like, well, if it closed, what did he do? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, can I just tessellate the time out? Like, yeah, just eventually spend 24 hours. Okay. Yeah, 24 straight hours. Mm. But there was a contingency on there. So for every waffle he ate, his sentence was reduced by an hour. Oh wow! <laughs> they brought this out. So let me is give you a rundown. Is he afraid here. of waffles, or what's what's I mean, the real punishment? Here? I think a Belgian waffle. I mean, I, I'm a uh-huh. I'm a thick boy. I can handle some <laughs> yeah, waffles, exactly. but when I make a Belgian waffle. I'm done by like one and a half. At oh, most. like they're just are those thicker or oh Belgian waffle? Yeah, I, like I'm, I'm ignorant. It's yeah, not like okay. egg. I mean, okay. I don't know what the Waffle House franchise what they offer, but I'm assuming let's pretend it's a Belgian waffle thing. It's like a big fluffy almost cake. Oh, and supposedly they expand rich. in your stomach. Supposedly, oh, I believe that because pancakes they soak up some liquid. Yeah, and so. Yeah, so it's kind of like you need a lot of you need to drink a lot of water when you eat waffles and stuff like that because it's just, it's so dry, dry when it goes down. It's <laughs> yes, cool. it's like you feel the ball going down to your esophagus. You know, it's like oh god. So you guys are gonna guess how many waffles he ended up eating, but let me let me give you some stats first. Okay. Uh, in the first two, or excuse me, in the first twenty minutes, he ate two waffles. Oh whoa. Okay. All right. All right. I was wish she had told me that because that already set a pace, right? Okay. <laughs> Well, he's gonna he's gonna slow down. Then he's gonna hit the wall. I think. Just 
So what if it's a competitive eater? Okay. He live tweeted this whole thing, and if you want to see it, his uh, handle is at Leo Sanderlin. So find that. But uh, so at seven nineteen, he posted uh, a quote: "An incredible amount of agony for my intestines." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where he was at by then. Kill me now, please. Pray for my colon. Uh, which is funny because the Waffle House tweeted back. They said, uh, sounds like someone won his fantasy football league, not lost. Ooh, good marketing. Right? I thought that was on point. It's not a loss to go to the Waffle House, bro. So you know that this guy, Mr. Lee Sanderlin, <laughs> ate two waffles in the first 20 minutes. <coughs> How many waffles do you think he ate altogether? <laughs> All right. I don't know why I'm stuck on the number 14. I don't Dude, even, I, don't, I was going to guess 14. I, 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 like, I'm stuck on that number, and I can't get out of it. And yeah, I want to say less. It, like, uh, I'm going to say 14, but in my mind, it has to be like 10 or less. I think he, I'll say 12. Uh, no. No. No, he ate. I'm just going to go over. He ate 16. Fuck. <laughs> we overdid it. You guys way overdid it. Oh, well. Okay, then being honest, then okay. I don't want to say like way overdid four, it. Four or five. Then. Nah, nah, okay, he ate eight. Uh, mystery is closest with nine waffles. Uh, okay. That's so, still a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if I think about it, they're pretty thick. They're thick boys. I just don't know how thick he was. Maybe he can handle it. Exactly. I tried to find yeah. some pictures of him. I didn't go to his uh, Twitter. And so. do you have to eat all at once? Because like, what if you're like, eat a waffle, chill an hour, eat a waffle, chill an hour? Well, no, that's what, essentially, that's what he did. Oh, I would hope. Yeah. Because you can't just yeah pound nine <laughs> waffles, right? I, maybe some Actually, people can. The time, but... Now it's low. I didn't even think about that. I thought low was. <laughs> so, just, I, I mean, for every thing. waffle he ate, he commuted his sentence by one hour. So he spent a total of 15 hours there. And then within Jeez. that 15 hours, he ate nine waffles. Oh, wow. Right? Nine waffles in a 15-hour span. Okay. The Each waffle is uh, 410 calories. Mm. <laughs> so, four hundred and ten times nine is three thousand six hundred and ninety calories, and Lord. that does not include the butter and the syrup. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, I think uh, I think like Max said, that was a good uh, punishment. It's not something that's going to hurt you. It's not something you want to do, but ultimately, he got a good story out of it, and he definitely got some uh, free representation for his. Twitter account. Did someone have to be there with him to prove that he was there for that amount of time? Or did he just go on his own and say he did it? He said he live tweeted, I guess. I think, yeah, I think he live tweeted. Oh, the just, whole thing? Yeah. Oh, shit. All 15 hours. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I don't know how you'd sleep or any of that either. Like, that just sounds like a pain in the ass because you have to stay up all, for all that time. And, and you're sitting on one spot with a sugar rush the whole time. Yeah, too, absolutely. So. Yeah. I, uh, not for me, but. Try to incorporate that into your fantasy league, Mr. E. <laughs> I like yeah, I like the the unusualness of the I'm kinda of stoned right now, pardon me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one second. I was like, you I was were... trying to think of the I was trying to think of the word and I couldn't think the of it. The whole fucking time yeah. during that story, Mr. you're just taking hits and I'm like I'm like waiting for like some feedback and I'm like, I'll just I'll just pile no, up. No, I was so fascinated, bro. I was sitting there trying to do the math and I feel like I was doing the math wrong. I was like if you did nine waffles by fifteen <laughs> hours, like every like it was like one point every one point six hours, you had a waffle basically. <laughs> so I'm like that was doing the math over here, <laughs> and then I was like, I don't think this is fun. <laughs> but now I'm talking about it. Sorry, <laughs> no worries. 
But no, that's a punishment is the word I was looking for. There you go. I think that's a unique, fun punishment. Especially if you like, work it off. And it'd still be annoying, dude. You just have to like, watch like, a bunch of movies at the Waffle House. Like, Do they get annoyed? I think you know, can they kick you out? Like like a homeless person that would eventually be like, what the hell? So I guess he had to keep that's buying, too, to like keep it going. Maybe he had to like, strategically, like, oh, that waffle now. You're going to kick me out? One waffle. <laughs> like, otherwise, right, you can just sit there. Maybe you can. I assume they talk to management and be like, "This guy's gonna live here for the next twenty four hours." <laughs> like, I, yeah. I would assume that's how it went down, but I don't know. I, I can't imagine because then they'd be like, "No, he's like, you, you can't live here." All right, I want to talk about something that went down in uh, South Africa. It was like a weird, weird case or crime. I don't think so. Here you go. So basically, a uh, sixty-four endangered African penguins, peng- penguins, <laughs> sixteen African penguins have been killed in South Africa after being stung to death or, uh, through their eyes. Fuck! What? The fuck! Yeah. And so South African penguins. South African penguins. How stung many stung in and around their eyes by Cape honeybees? Holy! Sixty-four of them. Holy shit! So. I don't know what beef these people had with each other. I don't know what went down. I don't know what was said. But somehow, a bunch of bees got in a fight with 64 penguins, and the penguins lost. Wow. Damn. How many bee stings does it take to kill a penguin? And why around the eyes? Oh, the most sensitive parts? I I don't know. Maybe they couldn't get through their uh, their thick I was thinking the the feathers or or something. It must be the only way. But even then, the the idea that the, the bees understood that and kind of it kind of freaks me out. I was like, "Oh man, they like <laughs> they like, know to go, go for the throat. Yeah, go for yeah. the yeah, exactly. Go for the spot. We actually can kill these motherfuckers. They learn. Um, so yeah, rangers from South African National Parks organization discovered uh, 63 of the 64 dead penguins uh, among a colony near Cape Town. Um, the penguins are a protected species and are and they're endangered. Mm, that sucks. So yeah, all of a sudden they just got killed, and so the deaths occurred uh, between Thursday or Friday afternoon. And they say they say no external physical injuries are observed on any of the birds. I guess besides the ice or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, that seems pretty physical, but I guess, let's just say, like, there was nothing else stung on them but their eyes. Uh, so they were stung to death through their eyes. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. That's a crazy way to die. That's insane. No, that's what's so crazy about this. And so, yeah, the, the, the people basically performed a necropsis, which is an animal autopsy, and they figured hmm. out that, yeah, they found bee stings around the penguin's eyes. There were also dead bees on the scene. So the leading hypothesis is that a swarm of the Cape honeybees attacked the penguin colony, although it's unclear why the bees attacked the penguins or why they stung them particularly around their eyes. Yeah. What the fuck went down? Well, yeah, <laughs> I imagine it's their their territories are somewhat exclusive to each other, right? Why were Maybe the, they overlapped or something? Yeah, the bees had to encroach, right? Because the penguins just sit on the beach. It's not like they're traveling inland. Maybe they're looking for food or something. Like, imagine, imagine if I uh, if I was a penguin, I'd try to eat a bee. Wouldn't you eat a bee if you were a penguin? Uh, maybe. I don't know what penguins eat. Don't they eat fish? Do they guess, eat insects? I think they'd eat it all. I don't think they're quick enough for insects, right? Maybe uh, my, I'm just trying to make an example. Like, maybe this a uh, penguin of the '64 went over there. Like, what if I could eat that? And then pissed off the wrong one because, like. <laughs> Or went after the hive or something like you, pissed, you, pissed, you know that phrase like you picked the wrong one. Yeah, picked the wrong one, homie. I got homies. You chose like, the wrong one today. You chose the wrong one today, man. And then they just get swarmed and all these penguins like stung to death by their eyes, dude. So uh, yeah, yeah. they um, since that incident. Uh, oh yeah, the, the rangers were like, this is a very rare occurrence. We did not expect it to happen again. It's a it's a fluke or it happened often. They said it's a fluke. And yeah, they found like 
one other dead penguin far away and they assume it's from the same attack like it like got out of there and died <laughs> oh, later wow. like probably all stung to death his eyes like ah <laughs> just how stupid were the penguins not to go in the water well they, they held their ground i i mean i guess i'm seeing the same thing i mean i don't know where they were i mean there's no like map of like if there was water nearby maybe they were inland or something but i, I would assume they are by water too so I, I don't know maybe they're you don't really think of penguins and bees they could have been like nesting or something too May, oh that's a good point i just you don't think of those worlds colliding and and if you thought about those words colliding, who would you put money on? The penguins, right? I would think I would have. To win the fight? No. Well, not anymore. Do, well, I mean, how do you take on a swarm? Like, you got to kill every single one of them? What, how do the you pe- win? Penguins probably have get the, away, pe- you just the pecking abilities. Yeah. No, the pecking abilities or they get away. But they have, Yeah, you'd think they get away, but they don't. I would have thought so. Penguins are dumb. Maybe the majority did. Or maybe a minority did. Oh, maybe that's the just the... Someone, someone, there's some survivors like, yeah, the bees just, they just fucking came out of nowhere, man. Charlie tried to eat one. They fucking came out of nowhere. I left my son, kid, all those motherfuckers. Bees in the trees. Oh, God. Bees in the trees. Imagine actually being swarmed by bees, though, and not being able to swat or cover your face with your arms. Because that's what a penguin is, essentially, right? You just sit there like, ah, go away, please. They probably were trying to sting their feathers, honestly. And they probably couldn't, like, their little stinger dicks couldn't get through the feathers. And, they can get through the eyes. So they were probably like covered in them then. Yeah. Man, 64. That takes a lot That's a of lot. bees. Maybe no, penguins are just susceptible to bee stings too. Could be. Especially around the eyes. Maybe you're susceptible to <laughs> probably <laughs> bee stings around the <laughs> eye, dude. It's Even true. I'd be fucked up for I won, just mentally. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Like, <laughs> if there was like several just God. kept happening over and over and over, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd kill my. The penguins probably killed themselves, like just bashed their heads on the rocks. Like, this isn't. I can't. I can't handle what's happening. Why me? Why? Why? Oh wait, do the kill do the, me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> do the sheep kill me? No, kill me. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a weird thing that happened in South Africa. Uh, some. Oh, I, I wrote here. I was like, maybe this is like some weird villain we've just discovered. A guy who can control bees. That's Candyman. He, he, I've never seen that series. He can control bees. I, I just, thought he did candy stuff. I, I just binged all of them, and he he controls bees. He has like a hive living in him that he like shoots out of people and shit. Where's the candy come from? I thought he, I don't know much about, I thought he. Urban legends surrounding Candyman. That's where the candy comes from. There's. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can go in depth on the Candyman. I, I like the Candyman series. Okay. Um, okay. It's all about like, like urban legends of uh, black figures throughout ages being harassed and whatnot and unfairly treated and that develops into the Candyman. Oh, like. Like a physical representation of emotions or something. Yeah, it's a, yeah, more or less keeps him alive. You know, he's it's like Freddy Krueger that way. He's living on people's recognition of him. Is that called a tulpa? We used to call that tulpa. Tulpa? Yeah, it's like some stupid old psychic lady who's totally fraud, but it's still a term. She said like a tulpa is like if everyone thoughts are things. If you like focus on things long enough, it can become something. That's why it's supposedly like maybe like these Loctis monsters or these things like that. Ah. Since everyone believes in them, it almost manifests into something sometimes. So it almost works if you believe in it. The power of the human brain. Exactly. I don't, you know, I don't believe it, but I like the concept. Concept's uh-huh. funny. But yeah, dude, watch out for bees, bro. All right. Well, I got a story I was going to say, or I was going to use in the last episode, but I'll bring it up now. So this is about anus ejaculation. <laughs> oh, I wish you'd just okay. done it the last time. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to the last episode, check it out. It was episode 69. We called it the, 
Well, we were sure it was the sexy episode, the sex episode. What did we call it? A sexy time with Max and Sean is what we called it. I like that. We just settle with that. So, yeah. And obviously, 69 is a, supposedly it's a sex term. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, a 33-year-old man sought medical attention after experiencing pain in his testicles, right? As okay. a normal as, individual as you should do, right? Seek help. Have you guys ever done that? Have you ever ever sought help for ball stuff? Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Not no? that I know of. Okay. If I did, I wouldn't tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, I banged an unclean lady and my balls almost fell off. No, well, one time I found a lump and I was like, well, oh, I'm yeah. getting this checked. Oh, you wow. told me about this lump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I tell it at every one of your birthdays. Yeah, I know. I even know the name. The name of it. <laughs> I did name it. I forgot the name. Uh, it's well, Fred, right? Well, yeah. Well, Fred Nethel is what I... Yeah, Lucy's there too. I don't know. I, just, I, did, I knew too much about your balls, I rather. <laughs> but it was like, it was something like, yeah, I guess Fred's on Ethel or something like that. Yeah, Fred's grown on Ethel. Why do I remember that? You don't remember that? Why'd you tell me? God. My thing was benign and talk to you nonsense and easily something. Fred something and, Yeah. Fred Turned Nethel. out to be nothing. But uh, so this guy, this story was published in the journal Cerusus. Love that journal. Yeah, lab tests determined he had a urinary tract infection. So Which pretty is not good. Yeah, pretty it's not good, but you know, very treatable, pretty run of the mill. But a digital rectal exam found problems right. with his rectal walls. Right? So his poop walls. <laughs> the poop walls, man. You need those. <laughs> you need those. Further tests confirmed the presence of a fistula, an abnormal passageway between the urethra and the rectum. So he had a hole. An unusual passageway. Yeah. I've heard of fistula. 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 That's almost like, because I've heard of, a, what do you call them, like cysts or something, but that's just like a benign something, right? Like just a, something that grows. This is maybe the same thing, but it's a tube. Well, it's just, stuff. Yeah, it's like a door. That's a doorway. It's a window a that opens between his rectum and his urethra. A magical wormhole. So the hole allowed urine, feces, and semen to flow freely between his anus and his urinary tract. Yeah, so I, heard, I, I thought I saw like the... The, the title of this article is basically "Man ejaculates from butt," but I just I just thought it was one of those things you sent me. You just sent me sent me funny stuff all the time. And so I just, that's all I saw was the title. So was he was he really ejaculating from his butt, or just semen was leaking out slightly, slight drip? Uh, I don't have the specifics as far as that goes, but I imagine when he climaxed, um, because his urethra was connected to his anus. I imagine some of the semen was leaking into his anus. The urethra is connected to the anus. <laughs> so I don't know if it, when he like when he actually came, if like it shot out of his ass. I don't think that's how it worked. But came and shot out of his anus. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, thought it would work. Okay. The part the part I found especially troubling was two years before this, he was hospitalized because he fell into a drug induced coma. So. PCP and uh, cocaine being the drugs. Who hasn't done that? Okay, for sure. <laughs> Every now and then. Every once in a while. So while he was in the coma for three weeks, he was uh, cathetered. So they stuck a tube in his wee-wee and then, you know, uh, let nature take its course. And this is likely the cause of the fistula. The catheter in his wee-wee? Yeah. So it might have gone too far up there and raised the wall and connected like, the two points. And like kind of like calcified or something. Well, they they removed the ure- that thing, right? Yes. Okay. Was how long was it in there? Just a little bit? Uh 3 weeks, I believe. Yeah, 3 weeks. Oh my gosh. Okay. So maybe it did like kind of 
for lack of a better term, something grew around it, and then when they removed it, there was like a little the foundation for a tube, right? I could have been. I don't know necessarily the science, but he this was two years before he checked himself in for oh. ball pain. He had been experiencing all sorts of malfunctions for two years. Let me paint a picture for you. He farted out of his dick. <laughs> Insert dramatic pause right here. Um, I don't know. Saying, we need to get some type of sound effect right here. Like, <laughs> if, I'm trying to think of the logistics there. I don't that, know what it would that sound is disturbing. Like, You're right. Feel you, like I think I'd rather. Would you rather ejaculate it at your butthole or fart at your dick? <laughs> if you had to do um, one, actually, maybe the fart out the dick. It's a party trick. Like, here, watch Not this a party trick. I mean. <laughs> It'd be pretty forceful, <laughs> right? It'd be like, think of all the force of your ass farts, but out of a smaller hole. Like, think of a hose when that happens. <laughs> That'd be like a weapon. <laughs> so, uh, point being, if you started farting out of your dick, would you wait two years to get it checked out? Yeah, no. Yeah, like two months. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Two hours one at the fart most. is, let's just say, hey, one fart, you know, it happens. If it's like a consistent, it a consistent. <laughs> Does it happen? I don't know. That's the, that's the whole thing. That's the bad logic. It's always like, one time anything can happen. Maybe it'll go away. And then a week or two goes by and it goes away magically, supposedly. But after, yeah, after a continued farting out of the wiener. Yeah, no, and we're talking Something. about fecal matter, too, that he is peeing out. We're talking about uh, really runny poop, and, like, it it, it was a mess. It had to be a fucking mess. I want to get that sock clip. You say really runny poop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said, really runny poop. <laughs> clip it for it all goofy. Really runny poop. <laughs> so, yeah, check out the stream we're about to do. Uh, better than most things, the stream. Join all of our fun streams. So, I have a, a story. I'm not sure if it's out of Morocco, but it's about carrying drugs to Morocco. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to say it's, you know, one of those countries around. I think it's Spain. Actually, it's Spain. It's Spain. And that's near Morocco, as we all know. Right? I'm looking that up right yeah, now. I, I went to school in America. Okay. So, anyway. so the, Oh, yeah. So, it is Spain. Yeah, because Spanish police. So Spanish police they see they seized a large drone used to carry drugs uh from Morocco. Morocco is in North Africa. There we go. Perfect. So yeah, so this is from Spain to North Africa. We have just learned something today, everyone. Hey, PBS, how are you doing? Oh yeah, okay. they they share a border. They oh perfect. The perfect. Gibraltar Strait. The geometry or yeah, it all works out. <laughs> Whoa, shit. This is, I do this once an episode. I actually my foot hits this release and I fall. Can't wait till we get that on stream. Anywho, <laughs> serious. Okay, so they got this drone thing, and it's not like one of those typical like little drones you think of, like like bzzz, and you like take a photo of your family. It's like one of those almost like army drones where it looks like a little mini plane. Okay, that's what I mean. So this is a oh, big wow. old drone, baby. Yeah. So it's not like when I first said drones, like I thought like two legs. This is like oh great, they could put like this thing can carry 150 kilos of narcotic yeah, narcotics wow. made exactly. between uh, North Africa and southern Spain. These things carry like payloads and missiles and shit. Yeah, so, man. so it's just like shit's getting crazy, weight. man. So we've always heard, I think we talked about like a tunnel that they found a long time ago between the you know the we're always, we're always I, don't oh, know, like, yeah. they, I think we talked about a cannon too one of our old episodes. Oh yeah, a, a cannon. <laughs> I, think, I think it was like a dubious bakery episode. We talked about weed it was. cannon. There was a weed cannon. Yeah, <laughs> but there. <laughs> 
rotation of the earth always made it go off course oh. and not hit its yeah. there was a name for the way it rotated when when something's in the air it spins the trajectory of it basically I interesting interesting so it never landed where it was so now they're using drones baby <laughs> and this way like i say can uh carry up to 150 kilos of whatever you want and uh, so this was uh seized by Obviously, the authorities, uh, they're trying to investigate uh, French tra- uh, drug traffickers. And, um, oh, yeah, more about this drone. Basically, it's capable of flying for seven hours at a maximum speed of 170 kilometers an hour. So it has a huge range. The guys, the, the drug guys are like, dude, this is huge. Like, this thing could just go like, oh, you want you want some drugs, man? <laughs> just, just, let me send my drone to you, homie. That well, is crazy. Every drug dealer says homie, by the way. Well, you always hear about the cartels in Mexico having so much money that they're building cell towers and all sorts of shit like oh yeah it's crazy how much money drugs generate like this guy's buying a military grade drone well it's, they're not saying it's military grade i just more said that like but i mean it's a really good uh, drone it says um so i have more information about the drone too because first of all it's the they've never seen one this big it's the biggest they've ever found in spain but they said the drone was built in china and cost anywhere between 30 i'm translating to our money but it's um to American money is uh, thirty five thousand to uh, to one hundred seventy five thousand. Yeah, that's how much it costs for this thing. Yeah, so I'm not saying it's a military drone per se, but it's like it's a big old seems. It seems like it kind of yeah. Well, they're building uh, submarines in Mexico and South America to bring the drugs over and everything. Like they are industrious. This mentioned too, also in a province of Malagna or whatever, some other country <laughs> or whatever. I'm sorry, I just I just say that because I, I think I didn't say it right. Not whatever your country. So sorry, the Malagna people. Malagna. I just don't think I said your name right. All right, America's easy to say. Sorry, there's a lot of there's a lot of dashes here. I don't know how to pronounce them. I, I pronounce them like. <laughs> I'm ignorant. Ones. I'm uneducated. I'm trying. I'm saying I'm sorry. Your country, Malaga. I think I said it right. Anyway, anyway, they they found a, a semi-submersible vessel there too, and it was like worth like a hundred million dollars too, basically. Not a hundred million. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, a uh, hundred fifty, a million and a half, basically is what I'm trying to say. Hundred, yeah, yeah hundred fifty thousand. How would you like to be the guy piloting that thing? That would be no. the scariest ride of your life. Oh, God. It's a submarine, and then if anyone ever pulls you over, you can't explain it away. <laughs> well, and even beyond that, like, if the submarine, if this janky submarine doesn't kill me, <laughs> then, <laughs> you know, and I make it to port, you know, That's I make true. it there just fine and unload the cargo, I got to get the submarine back, and I probably got to haul some money with me, and if shit goes wrong there, then my drug king- kingpin's going to kill me. And it's not even like a boat that sinks, because at least if boats sink, you're like, oh, no, I'm above the water. You're already underwater if shit goes wrong. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, that does not sound like a fun time. And I'm sure they don't like, what, do they go to like submarine school? So it's probably just like, <laughs> ah, just fucking, I don't know, just, just, just go try it out. Just, you do it. Just go on. I imagine it has one of those pull start motors, like a lawnmower. You're just like, yeah, exactly. No, for sure. And then you get up there, put the sail on, and then you dive under the water, <laughs> and then the, or the ocean currents move the submarine around. You got to pull up your uh, pirate flag, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Get some leash for the local dolphins. You know how it is. So one more, some more stuff about this drone. That's so intense, this drone rose. The drone had five motors. Four of them are electric and allow the aircraft to land and take off vertically. And a fifth, a two-cylinder combustion engine, allows for horizontal flight. Jeez. So this thing is like, I didn't think about it, too. It's like, zzzz. Just go wherever you want, baby. I thought this thing was intense. Uh, yeah, I can reach 7,000 feet, but I used to fly, you know, probably much lower to avoid radar. Um, but even then, it does appear on radar, and it's a, and its electromagnetic communications can also be tracked. So how do they catch it? 
basically just like that. Just it, the, it appeared on radar and yeah. its electromagnetic communications could be tracked. I wonder how they thought it was going to work. Like, were they trying to fly under radar and go dark with the communications? Like, I think what? Just, just doing it quick. Just just in and out. Ooh, maybe it wasn't supposed to land. Is it supposed to, like, drop the package like a bomb? Oh, they never said that. I assume you drop it. Because you because pro- it says it's hollow, so you need to drop it. I think. I don't, it's well, I mean, hollow. if it has like payload doors, you can drop it. But otherwise, like you got to land it somewhere. I would land, it, especially because it has. You can land. I would. I think that's. You don't want to. It's gonna land. The drugs are landing some old lady's house. You got to kill that lady now because you because <laughs> of some parachute in the wind. Right. Just land the motherfucker. That's like, the start of a movie, right? I mean, there. I guess they don't care. I mean, that would be the start of the movie, right there. They don't care, but still. Um, you fucked with the wrong. Think anything else? But yeah. Oh yeah. So this drone, you know, could be flown with using a remote control. Um, they had waypoints and stuff, and the police said though the criminals did not have much training or knowledge for its use, and that fact and its large size meant it was a danger to air traffic. So they're almost so again. They made it sound like they just like bought the drone, like ah, just flying around. They probably just they didn't care if they crashed it because they have money to burn. But do we know how much money they lost in the drugs? I... No, well, because uh, this was seized. It was already on the ground. It was like they snatched it out of the air, full of drugs. It was like they they seized some compound. And it was already there. Oh, so, oh, okay. So they just Got found it. this drone. Like they didn't like, yeah, catch it. In the, but this drone was capable of doing some oh, awesome. So this was moving a, some weight, basically a raid on a compound. And they found this drone. And the drone had probably been successful multiple times. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. Crazy. I'm sure it's made its money back. Tenfold, Very cool. Have a deal. Like so. Yeah. No, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs, and you shouldn't do crime. But it's still kind of interesting to see all the the ways they're going about it. Well, I it, it's kind of the same feeling I get when we talk about prison stories. Love because, prison stories. Love well, a good one. Right? Because it, it forces the individual to be industrious, creative, and efficient, and all of that. Oh, yeah. It really does. And it's the same thing with these drug guys. Like, there's only so many ways you can get into the country and get your drugs in there, so now we got to get really creative and make a tire out of heroin. You know? Like, just like <laughs> exactly. weird shit. It's going to be satellites soon. Full on, like, they have their own satellite out there, like, just shooting, like, doo-doo, doo-doo. Just shooting heroin bombs down. Heroin bombs. <laughs> Boom. Carpet bomb that place with heroin. Now. <laughs> Is that like when uh, you want to order it and so you go to the illegal app you have, the the dark web app on your phone? Yeah, dark web app, yeah. Number one on Google right now. (laughs) Uh And then you just wait five to ten minutes for it to fall to earth in your backyard? No, you, you like get the app on your phone, and then as soon as you hit enter, all of a sudden, like someone appears on your computer screen, like, hi, you you like the dark web? What would you like? (laughs) (laughs) How'd you get my number? How do you know where I'm at? We know everything. We have everything in space. We have everything. I think it's about that time. What time is that? It's time for you to pull up that fucking document and that I didn't do yeah. <laughs> baby <laughs> I think it is about that time now for the what's better the most game it's uh, so as you know the what's better the most <laughs> shut up Try to be all fast. <laughs> so as you know, what's better than most is our weekly debate game. Where you just looking at me? <laughs> Don't look at me. Can you guys look the other way while I say this? That's unusual. Okay, here we go. So what's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects. Then our judge puts a spin on it. Then our other two contestants debate it. So uh, what do we got on the table today? Let's do it. I want, I want you to choose it. You, you got luck. Luck on your side. All right, we're mixing up the hat, and... Let me see it, let me see it. All right, give me... Give me. <laughs> I wasn't looking, so it's hard for me to see where to draw Okay. <laughs> B. Arthur versus St. Patrick's Day. I've been waiting for this one for years. <laughs> Are we doing it? <laughs> we got mad when it was Betty White versus something weird, so but we made that work. Are we doing this one? If you think you can make it work. Can I see another piece of paper, just in case? 
<laughs> Sorry. This time. I will. Maybe you don't have the luck. <laughs> Herpes versus gangrene. All right. Um, okay, then. Um, I'm going to try to combine them. Did we say we had to combine them that happened? <laughs> What would you rather have? Herpes or gangrene when you're fucking be Earth Arthur on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather have? ad libs now, basically. Oh, God. I hate this. Pick another one. Okay, <laughs> I will. Well, I might still use the B. Arthur one. That's, I didn't realize that'd be the better one. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. We need to add to this. I'm sorry. I keep saying I will. Yeah, listener, please help okay. us out with this. Okay, hold on. And the, the, the topic for tonight is dead baby jokes versus <laughs> racist jokes. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! No. I like this one. Pass. <laughs> yeah, no, dead baby jokes versus racist jokes. As we all know, dead baby jokes was a trend in the '90s where people would make a joke about a baby dying, and the uh, worst it was, <laughs> the better ways. in a gruesome ways. Versus racist jokes, a trend that's never really died out, but it's dying out, uh, where people <laughs> make a joke about another person's race or, or ethnicity. This. For sometimes comedic humor, sometimes for negative reasons. So we all must be aware of that. <laughs> um, okay. After the break. We're back. We're playing the What's Better Than Most game. You know the topic. It's dead baby jokes versus racist jokes. It's always good. Remember, we already kind of vixenade herpes versus gangrene and B. Arthur versus St. Patrick's Day. So how about we just pretend that in this scenario, B. Arthur, it's St. Patrick's Day, B. Arthur's there, and she happens to have herpes and gangrene. Okay. So let's just, let's just assume she's there. Okay. But poor lady. Until then, forget about her and all the gangrene stuff, but let's pretend she's also there. Okay. So dead baby jokes, racist jokes. I am going to give racist jokes to host Sean. Oh, okay. I'm going to give dead baby jokes to Mystery. Okay. And here is your prompt setup scenario. You are a serious presidential candidate. Uh-oh. <laughs> you hold a press conference that airs at 8 p.m. Pacific time on all major networks. For 15 minutes straight, you go out there and do either the worst racist jokes or the worst dead baby jokes anyone's heard in the last 10 years for 15 minutes straight. The worst as in the funniest? Like just, uh, I'm not sure there. Like I'd say like worse as in like just the most racist or the, or the most awful dead baby jokes. Pretty much career-ending ones, if you want to say. Just think of bad ones. It trends everywhere. Jesus. Once you go back to your staff of advisors, you say, okay, gang, that was bad, but I have a plan to fix all of this and win the presidency. What is your plan? Best plan wins. <laughs> Fucking A. I'll say it again. <laughs> one more time. This I'm going to say it again. This is a goddamn Max one for sure. It's I'll say like- it again. You are a serious presidential candidate, uh-huh. and you hold a press conference that airs at 8 p.m. everywhere, all major networks. Uh, for 15 minutes straight, you either do the worst racist jokes or the worst dead baby jokes that it was ever heard in the last 10 years. It trends everywhere. Once you go back to your staff of advisors, you say, okay, gang, that was bad, but I have a plan to fix all of this and win the presidency. <laughs> so what is your plan? Best plan wins. I was going to make Ho Sean go first. <laughs> he seems the most excited, so let me get my timer Jeez, out. Jeez, okay. I don't, it's hard. That's what they gave What's my plan? How am I going to do this? Baby okay. Okay, timer is up. I don't care if you're ready because you're gonna have to start. I think I missed. I think I missed the prompt again. One more time. Read it fast. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry. Basically, um, <laughs> you have to, I got up to fifteen. What's your plan of winning the presidency after you just go on stage? After, okay. Of like saying dead baby jokes. What's what's worse than a dead baby <laughs> in a blender? Not doing it or something like that. But like worse than that. And then say with the race, like what's worse than 
someone raises, not being racist or something. Like, think of something, but worse. Okay? But you have to have a plan to fix this. Plan okay. to fix this. Okay. Plan to fix this. Okay. okay. Here you go, Hoshan. Begin. All right. So uh, my plan to fix my 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 racist presidential run is, um, first of all, I don't know if you noticed, but in my speech, I was only picking on the smallest of minorities. You know, I wasn't going after the the bigger minorities right now. I was really going after the small ones. So frankly, I think I'm going to uh, uh, gather more racists to my side. So there's that's always a voting population right there is racists. So I've got them in my corner. Next, what I need to do is I need to pick on someone else. I think that, that that'll be my whole platform. All right, guys. Uh, I, I'm just going to pick on different groups of people to get other groups of people to my side. So uh, I'm going to I think uh, seconds. I think every comedian is going to be with me. Like they're going to be like that guy is edgy. So I'm getting a, I'm getting a section there. Um, spin control here. They weren't racist. They were ahead of their time. All right. So uh, after that. Time up. <laughs> Jesus, this Anyone is going to be hard. Spin control ahead of their time. Comedians <laughs> are with him. Uh, <laughs> Mr. E, your time begins oh now. Okay. Um, the, the bottom line here is racism <laughs> is way too hot of a topic right now. So especially with cancel culture. So I feel like I would have an easier time coming back from this tragedy of a speech that i just gave but we can fix it um the reason why is because dead baby jokes although crude can be kind of funny so i i might have gained a few votes if not i still lost some but i might have gained some but this is how we're gonna fix it okay um we're, we're gonna have a public appearance we're gonna throw this huge carnival where only babies are allowed okay and we're gonna have baby festivities and then we're gonna have i'm gonna have this kissing booth okay where i can kiss your baby and we'll do a photo op okay and that'll make everyone happy again um but with racism it's just so hatred there's so much hatred behind it that there's no way to come back from it um dead baby jokes is just you know i would come out and say hey you know that was that was funny right kind of laugh it off even though it wasn't but you know you just gotta fake it till you make it and, and apologize done, and hopefully done. win him back <laughs> wow I, you're, okay this is hard already give me, a, give me 30 seconds i gotta set up my little timer right. Fuck. Ooh, 30 seconds rebuttal go all right so yeah uh mystery you're right racism is hot it's very topical right now and it's funny if you're not the race being made fun of huh right i mean like just a little come on be real with yourself here it might be a little funny dead baby seconds. jokes are also very topical the second you make a dead baby joke on stage, you're going to eliminate half your crowd with the abortion stuff. You know, now you're stepping into that shit, and that's your whole platform. Whereas mine is racism. I mean, you know, everybody's a little racist, so what the hell? Like, uh... <laughs> I love this one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a stretch. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. Really improvising. All right, oh, here we go, Mr. Ego. Okay, uh, the thing is, is with racism, even though you picked on the smallest minority, you still exonated an entire nation, not nation, I should say, but entire race of people that aren't going to vote for you, okay? I can easily fix this by donating to baby charities, uh, donating food and clothing. It's something a president would do to win back these votes. And then in the end of the day, I would have a better relationship with these mothers who are going to have children who are probably also going to vote with my family or democrat or Almost whatever like, i am so that's that's my case and it's closed oh my god <laughs> Woo! that was on my that was great uh you guys look like you just shit your pants but that was awesome man 
Let's go through what we just heard. These are like a lot of thoughts were going there. I liked some of the improv you guys said. Like, I like how, okay, I gotta say, like, Ashad mentioned, like, the, he mentioned the racist he made fun of. Not like, a, he's like, I made fun of the smaller one. So, like, he's talking about the, the speech he made. I don't know why that made me laugh. Like, maybe it's only the smaller ones. Um, you know, and so I'd probably gather some races on my side and that'd be good. And then he's like, I'm going to pick on one group to then fuck up the other group and just keep going. Like, I liked what he was doing here. <laughs> and this platform of picking up, uh, you know, picking fights with other people. Comedians would be with him. And then spin control. <laughs> they're ahead of their time. Um, let's see. And then we got, and then he's like, racism. Oh, yeah, we got Mr. E now. He's like, racism is too hot of a topic right now. Was it true? Cancel call. Like, he came out with like, really? Because like, I thought he came out so strong. But he came out so just like, really, like, legit. Like, it's way too hot right now. I can't do this. We can fix dead baby jokes, although crude, they're funny. Maybe gain some votes from that. And then, like, we're going to have a... I like the public carnival, a baby carnival with baby festivities where he's going to kiss babies after he just made fun of dead babies for 15 minutes. I think that is hilarious. Like, like, get a picture of them, like, ah, like, kissing him. Like, so that was really funny. Uh, fake it till you make it and laugh it off. Um, and then back to Sean was, like, talking about racism is too hot right now, but it's funny it's only, you know, it's funny if it's not the race being made, if you're not the race that's being made fun of, right? Am I right? Which I, he's right. He's right. Am I right? It's funny. Um, and then you might fuck with people on the abortion thing. And then you're just like, oh, mess with the whole minority, mess with the whole race of people not going to vote with you and then donate to baby charities and you'll have a better relationship <laughs> with these mothers. That was a bit of a stretch. A better, he's going to have a better relationship with these mothers <laughs> that are going to vote for him. Okay, now the verdict. Okay, like, again, this is exactly what I wanted. You guys are sitting there like, what do I do? But that's exactly what I wanted. That was perfect. I love your, you, you were trying to think of a plan to fix it. Um, I love all everything. I really love everything that was said. I really do. I just I just love that baby carnival with the kissing group <laughs> too much to not give the mystery. And I, it was funny. I swear you were going to win until, like, we started mentioning the baby carnival. I was like, that's like, too funny. It's too, Thank like, you. it just writes itself. Like, I don't think you can have a racist carnival. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, versus this baby carnival, people, like, with a kissing mood. This is too, like, this is, like, almost, like, bringing it back. That's too funny. <laughs> like, after the Thank egregious error, I'm going to have a party. <laughs> a party about it. <laughs> I've been just talking shit on dead babies forever. I'm a baby carnival. Kiss those damn babies. My presidency is all about owning up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're just gonna keep attacking people. Just oh, for sure. Lean into it. <laughs> I'm in for a penny. Might as well. I'll get every racist. So I'll be racist to everybody. So then eventually I'll swing around and everyone will like me at one point when I'm racist against who they're racist against. <laughs> Genius. Oh, man. I, will, I vote for both of you. Wow. I got a story here that might be slightly racist. I'm not sure. Okay. So Purdue University has developed the whitest paint ever. Huh? The whitest paint ever. I kind of heard a little bit about this too. But. Yeah, because uh, you did an episode or you did a story a few episodes back about uh, the blackest paint ever. Like it, it was no light escaped its surface and it was technically the darkest paint ever developed. You know what's funny? That is when we talked earlier about this, I thought you talked about because I talked about a material that was like the cotton, but it wasn't cotton, it beat cotton. It was like a, something like a t shirt cloth. That blocked a bunch of material. But you you are right. We did do a blackest black too, didn't we? We did, yeah. And that's kind of why I brought this up. And then once I started digging into it, it reminded me of the other story you brought up about oh, uh, this other material. And let me let me share some properties with you here. Uh, the paint. Of the white paint. Of this white paint, yeah. The paint reflects 98.1% of solar radiation and emits infrared energy. That's a lot, man. It's like basically blocking... Almost 198 percent of yeah. all that energy that's coming at your house, and so like that other material, it uh, 
essentially it keeps everything cool. It's um, it allows the painted object's temperature to fall below the surrounding area, effectively cooling it without using energy. That is crazy. Just like a simple paint job. Yeah. Just lower all the. God, my house needs that right now. It's like in the sun, twenty four seven, and, and you, those walls radiate heat. But if you painted your house this color, it would just glow. Like people Couldn't walking by, it. yeah. Oh, it'd be miserable. I was thinking I that too. That. Like, wouldn't would it not be like feasible still to use it? Uh, I'd like to, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't think. But it doesn't heat up. I remember the paint was like it doesn't heat up. Like yeah, that was that what it meant? Like because like other paints they retain the heat. Versus this one, it somehow it blocks ref- that too. It reflects. reflects. It's all about reflecting. Reflect. So yeah, it's officially recognized by Guinness as the world's whitest paint. And uh, I mean, the paint, let's just break it down this way. If you're having a hard time wrapping your head around it, it's whiter than the Country Music Awards. See, so let's get to the jokes. Because I, <laughs> I wrote, because I, okay, this spoiler. This is one of those rare times where me and Sean study the same topic. Uh-huh. And he just happened to mention me before the air, and it was the first thing I was going to do, but we saved it now. But I have some jokes, too. Nice. Okay. So I wrote, uh, so the whitest white ever made. Move over, Sean. Guinness World Record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whitest I, white ever. I mean, this paint is so white, it doesn't even use its own name anymore. It just says, do you know who I am? <laughs> oh, God. I I have another joke, but I have to say it. I have to say it later. And, and I, want, I don't want to step on your toes about if you're talking about more of the features of the paint, but I have a joke that jumps off the features of that paint. So do you have any more jokes about the whiteness? Uh, yeah. That sounds stupid. Sorry. <laughs> My jokes don't work right now. Well, I mean, it's oh, so sorry. white it tried to annex Poland. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All mine are just against uh, just you. I keep saying you're super white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very white. I was going to say it's whiter than my ass, but uh, yeah, that's a very... Oh, okay. Basically, I can kind of sum it up because it's like because basically this paint, there's two features that make it ultra white, and I'll, I'll say it later. And then I'm like, two things also make Sean ultra white, the pigment of his skin and his love of saltine crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I had. I only had those two ones. <laughs> You had a lot more. <laughs> too true. Too true. I do. I have tons, but I... And he loves salting crackers. Some of them are a little too blue. <laughs> I'll share them off air. Um, I've never heard that term. Blue? Yeah. Like blue collar comedy? Oh. Just too blue. A little too blue. Blue usually means sad, I thought. So they're too sad? I'm oh, sorry. Okay. God, slow down. Let's do that the whole show. Oh, I don't know. Put these brakes on. Don't know about that I don't one. know what your fra- I don't know your nomenclature, bro. So, uh, yeah. Actually, it does have two chemical chemical compounds uh, called barium sulfite. Oh, and there was another one I left off of my list here. Uh, it gives it its highly reflective quality. <laughs> this one just said, uh, I have a yeah barium sulfite, which is used in paper, photo paper, and cosmetics. And then it uses different particles, sizes of the barium sulfite in the paint. Oh. And that's, in theory, what gives it its reflective thing. And the guy who was trying to figure out this, this uh, he wasn't trying to create the whitest white. He was studying... Uh, a way to reduce basically needing to use energy for heating. And then he needed to make the stuff whiter and whiter to do that. And eventually became the whitest white. Yeah. He started the project seven years ago too, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. It, it took him this long. I mean, not that there was a time period on it. I mean, he's been working on whiteness for seven years. I mean, we've been doing it 30 years ago, right? (laughs) 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 Nailed it. Ah. (laughs) Here all night, everybody. So this was a crazy thing. I'm going to show you a video now, actually. I haven't done this in a while. But I'm going to tell you about it first. You're going to see it. So this is a strange behavior that has been documented in a tortoise. 
Tortoise. Yes, and I do have a tortoise, but not this kind of tortoise. It's like one of them big ones. One of them big old tortoises. One of those big old tortoises, basically. Like a Galapagos? It's not a Galapagos one. It's um, it's from a... the f- I don't know how to pronounce it. The, f- the Frigate Island. <laughs> Frigate? Well, it's an F-R-E, but the E has a little like fun little thing on top. An umla? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't read English. A frogate? Because I'd read that frigate, like frigate as in English, but that e, it probably means like frigate. So, you know, hunt. <laughs> so these, this uh, this thing happened on the frigate island, part of the Seychelles Archipelago. Um, anyway, it happened on some island, basically. Here's, what they, here's the observation, what they saw. So a giant tortoise crept toward a baby bird that was on a log, and it basically hunted it and ate it. Awesome. Awesome. And that's the first time it's ever been observed. It's said in tortoises, of an actual hunting like this type of behavior. Like basically, a, like they say, tortoises can eat like dead flesh type of deal. Yeah. So tortoises occasionally snack on flesh of dead animals, which are likely a useful source of protein. But um, still, and if they manage to swallow an animal whole, they can still digest the meat. And tortoises have been observed munching on bones and snail shells, but they are primarily a plant-based animal. Like pretty much all tortoises, they're plant-based animals. But and we've never seen them hunt. We've never seen them hunt and eat a baby bird. And That's, I have a video for you too. How slow does the baby bird have to be <laughs> to be You're hunted by the a right question? I'll tell you more about it. But yeah, exactly because it's like yeah, a tortoise is not known for its speed. Yeah. And so yeah, so if I the, had the power of flight, nothing could touch me. So like I said, this footage is, it shows a tortoise slowly uh, going toward a chick that's on a log, and uh, and basically it eats it. It doesn't show the eating it, but you see it like kill it basically in this video. It's 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 graphic, but not really. It's still it's anyway. You'll see. Um, and then it swallowed it. It swallowed this chick whole moments later, as the researcher documented. And it was the first case of first documented case of deliberate hunting in any tortoise species. That's gonna be my next question: Is most animals don't really consume the bones, and if they do, well, yeah, I mean, owls they, do because they 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 do that those owl dropping things. Yeah, to, they regurgitate the bones. Oh, that's right. They don't shit them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I'm wondering what this did to the uh, the turtles' insides. Like, oh, was it they could digest to, the meat? Yeah, but what about the bones? Oh, I fine. guess bird bones are pretty hollow and flimsy anyway, yeah, so maybe I think it, it is just easier. Pass through. I'm yeah. assuming this because it is—it's a small bird. This is a giant tortoise, so it could fit in its mouth too. It wasn't like <laughs> some giant eagle it was <laughs> eating. Like I said, I'm going to show you the video soon because you described it to the audience. But uh, yeah, so the reason the researcher even took the video is um, they spotted she spotted this female giant tortoise exhibiting strange behavior. It was just she said there was something odd the way it was behaving. Usually, giant tortoises meander about, munching on plants as they do, and they only really walk in a purposeful manner when engaging in aggressive behavior. For instance, like male tortoises fighting over females and all that stuff. So this one just started like walking over to this, basically this uh, bird, and so she filmed it. And uh, yeah, it it so it found this flightless chick. It was on a log, and. This is a minutes long approach to this whole encounter. It said it was seven minutes. This whole hunt. <laughs> so we're not gonna watch this whole. It's not a seven minute video. It's like it's the moment of the kill. What we're gonna see, but this whole thing took seven minutes. So, but anyway, why didn't the bird fly away? Was it? So it's a flightless chick that had likely fallen from a nest yeah. in a tree above. Um, Oof! This is and, Darwinism at its best. Right yeah, here. dude. It said the small bit. The small bird pecked at the approaching tortoise in vain, and then it stumbled back on a log. And so. Why it didn't fly is, uh, oh yeah, because turns nest in trees, the chick likely viewed the ground as a dangerous place, and so it stayed put on the log in spite of the approaching danger, basically. Oh, and that's man. why this chick's just sitting there like, oh shit, oh shit. 
How long has this tortoise been waiting? Like, oh, fucking finally, a bird's on the ground. I'm going to get this thing. Well, they're thinking because um, they suspect this tortoise has experience hunting this because it knew it wouldn't fly away. And that's oh. why it beelined right toward it. Oh, so, my gosh. This is some, I mean, why did it just did it out of nowhere? So this is like some hunting behavior. But these tortoises are, you know, hundreds. Of, I'm going to say hundreds, but like really, really old. And who knows at one point. So, again, this is like first documented behavior. But anyway, here's the video. Sensitive viewers, do not listen to this video. Yeah, we'll probably... Uh, can we link it somewhere, like on the Instagram or something? Yeah, I think so. All right. We, we'll, we'll do that for you. Let's say you don't really need to see sound for this. All right, we're watching this tortoise walk up. Oh, my God. And, man, he is slowly snapping at this bird and... Just run, bird. Yeah, dude, get away. <laughs> So much faster. Like you know he means business now. Yeah, it like snapped at the bird and just like said like whoa, but it's like on. The, basically, they're both on a log, and the turtle just sitting there like okay. And the the bird's a sizable size bird actually, but it, it will not fly because of the reasons we said. And now the turtle's reassessing his attack plan and in attacking again. He's pretty much pushed him to the edge of the log. Yeah, dude. Oh my goodness! I don't think the bird can fly, but yeah, if it just jumped on the ground, it'd be fine. So weird this guy had to film this too. He's like, okay, let me see what's oh, happening. Oh, dude. Run. Run. <laughs> Fucking get out of there, bro. Oh, no. He's got him by the head now. Oh, oh he's dead. Oh, he's it's dead. all over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... And then shortly after this video, it just repeats now. He swallowed a hole and ate it. That's too bad. Jeez. First time that's ever <laughs> been documented in a tortoise species. Wow. On film. Because they, they even said, like, this article went intense. Like, they even. We're telling people like some other research about it. It's like I doubt that, and then they're like, "I have video of it. I have video of this." I have video. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh wow, (laughs) Pixar, it didn't happen. I doubt that. (laughs) So like, it actually hunted, hunted fucking that bird, man. That's that was wild. Yeah, tortoise hunting. Just raw. It's crazy. Like you would think, no matter what you are, like your instinct would be to run when some huge mouth is like trying. Well, it did as much as it could. Then I guess it it just thought the ground was. I know, just jump on the ground. But what's the better of two evils? You know, know. choose. That's true. I would have done the. I mean, if I was that bird, I would have jumped on the ground. You know, I would have flown away. That jumps in front of the steamroller at Austin Powers. (laughs) Stop! It is. Like over and over again for sure, <laughs> and it was just like the turtle too, moving super slow. That, like it should have stung its eyes out, like the freaking wow, penguin bee, bee attacks, you know. Wow. So penguins versus bees, bees win. Little bird versus yeah. tortoise, tortoise wins. Man, he crushed that thing's skull like instantly. Dude, that was, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know it scarred me. That's actually the second time I ever watched it was with you guys. The first time I watched it to confirm it myself. Wow. I mean, turtles kind of freak me out, anyways. Like, I do not want to put my fingers anywhere oh, near God. a turtle's head. I don't care how friendly the owner claims it is or any of that. Like, just seeing what those mouth, what that mouth so can powerful. do. Yeah, it, they're like razor blades. And yeah, just, like, ah, chomp, chomp, fuck chomp, that. Chomp, yeah, big time. Chomp, 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 chomp. All right. Well, you guys know I like my beer, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm all into the crafty bullshit and this yeah. and that. And the black tar heroin. Too. And the black tar heroin, that crafty bullshit, too. Yep. You know, You're there's really a lot good. of, you know, San Diego's really coming up as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Samuel Adams has unveiled a new beer that is illegal in 15 states. Is California one of the states? Uh, here are the states. Okay. Hey. It's illegal to sell in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. I didn't hear ours. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, we're good. All right. We can nice. buy some of this. 
It's going to cost, though. It's going to cost you a bit, though. How much? It has THC in it. <laughs> no. Oh. Gold. no. Golden. <laughs> so it uh, its alcohol content is 28%. Oh, my God. What's normal? What's like a normal? Like stuff? six or seven, right? Yeah. Oh, really? That's like four times <laughs> like the eight average Eight or nine amount. is oh, a really geez. strong beer. 10%, yeah. that's like a really strong beer. And then depending on what state you go to, like uh, Utah has pretty strict laws, so your beers there are only like 3 4% that's or something. True. Oh, they wow. make it lower there, yeah. Wow. I remember rolling through there on a road trip one time and trying to find a brewery, and it's like, in order to get beer, you had to order food. and like, It was a whole fucking oh, procedure. Geez. You're not in the right <laughs> land, bro. Yeah, that. yeah exactly. that's not the right land for that. Exactly. <laughs> so the beer uh, is called Utopia, or is it Utopias? I wasn't quite sure on that. Either way, it's, it's a called biannual super, it's called beer. It's called Super Drunk. Super Drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a biannual beer, so it only comes out twice. Uh, it, goes once both, it goes both ways. Every two years. Yes. Oh. <laughs> this beer goes both ways. Um, and it will roll out this year, October 11th. And to buy a 25.4 ounce bottle, you will have to pay $240. 25.4 Ooh. ounce bottle. Right? I mean, I guess for the amount of alcohol content, I don't know if that adds up because I don't know like how. Yeah, how, wait, know, how what was the answer? I just I kind of zoned out. Twenty eight point twenty twenty eight percent. No, what was how what, how big of a bottle? Like what, oh, like, like a tall boy? Twenty four ounces. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty five ounces. Twenty five ounces. Like that. Can't, okay. Wow. So like two, two beers. beers. Yeah. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah, two. but a three sips of that is gonna fuck you up. <laughs> That's Literally. True. <laughs> Literally. That's true. You're, it's not gonna have that same beer. But it's not it's gonna not be beer. enjoyable at all. No. Yeah, you're supposed to sip a beer. You're not supposed to like. It's like it's like taking when you take shots of it. Like, uh, it would probably be so hard to drink that you'd have to sip it very slowly. Yeah, because like I don't sip. Like I just take a shot of it, booze, if I want to do that because right. I don't like the taste of it. So say with beer, you're God, supposed to kind of hangover. Taste... Imagine the hangover. <laughs> so I totally agree with you, Mystery. Like, uh, it's probably not very good. I remember the one and only oh, yeah. time I waited in line for like a special beer release sort of thing. It was a triple IPA from a local brewery and they only put it out once a year and some hype shit. And, oh yeah, it was super hype. And like, you know, uh, me and Broomhilda, we stood in line for, uh, I don't know, maybe a half hour or something. And then finally got it. We got like three bottles of it, maybe even four, took it home, cracked one open, took a sip and were instantly repelled it was wow oh it was just too strong it was gross it was just like this is uh, since you had more bottles of it did you just force yourself to drink it all or did you give it away what we did was anytime like someone came over like a guest we talked it up (laughs) (laughs) and then then pawned it off on them is that that disgusting beer you made me drink that one probably (laughs) probably that's i've done it to multiple people the hype (laughs) yeah so no good I I will not be lining up for this one. I'll tell you what. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Much appreciated. My name is Sean. I go by Max. (laughs) We'll see you next time. This was a podcast. (laughs) Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discuss, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at BTMT underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.